like I started from scrubbing floors, you know, cleaning dishes, um, um, you know, like all like the, the small jobs in the, in, the, in the restaurant. So, and I worked my way up and then working my way up, you know, it was really like exciting and, and motivating for me, you know. Hey there, welcome to this week's episode of Breaking Out. I'm your host, Jared Lazar. Ever wondered what it takes to step outside of a traditional job or career and chase your dreams? Well, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I interview inspiring guests who've done something unconventional and have created an interesting, novel or unusual career for themselves. I love drinking wine. I'll just say that up front. In fact, I love it so much that six of my best and oldest friends and I have this completely ridiculous pipe dream of one day creating our own wine. But what does it actually take to create your own wine label? On this episode, I'm so thrilled to sit down with Lindile Nzaba, the founder of Kailicha's Finest Wines, which is the newest addition to the wine scene in the Western Cape, South Africa. By partnering with winemakers from across the Cape, Kailicha's Finest Wines is aiming to bring the kind of high-quality wine that you might find in Cape Town's finest bars and restaurants to areas like Lindile's home neighborhood of Kalicha. For too long, communities like Kalicha have been underserved by the wine-making industry, and Lindile's mission is to change that. After starting out in the hospitality industry, he turned a side hustle into a truly exciting gem of a brand that is very quickly taking the wine-drinking scene in South Africa by storm. Lindile, it's so great to have you on the show. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to, to chatting with you. And thanks so much for, for joining me. Jared, thank you so much for the platform. And I always like uh, appreciate, you know, like a platform like yours uh, to be able to express, um, you know, like my journey. And, you know, hopefully someone out there might learn a few tricks uh, from me, you know. Um, it's always good to share experience, man. Thank you so much for having me. So I guess let's get right into it. Kailicha's finest wines, uh, like we were just chatting be- before we went on air, uh, I was lucky enough to have my yes. first taste of, of your Cape White blend last week, and we'll, we'll get into your story and, and how you started Kailicha's finest wines a little bit later, but for now, why don't you just tell your listeners a little bit about the wines, what you have an offer, and, and where people can, can find it. Okay, cool. Um, so recently, we just launched like a new range of wines. Um, because like the, my wines like changed from time to time, you know, because I work and collaborate with different vineyards and different cellar masters. Um, so what we have on our range currently, uh, it's an epic um, Cape White blend. Uh, it's pretty much vintage. Um, it's 2017 uh, with 13% uh, volume. So it's carrying five grapes. So it's, it's all like sourced uh, from the same, um, you know, like a vineyard that I have been working with uh, okay. through the past, like past months uh, from the Fledge and company. Uh, they are located in Poplas in Kalistor. So basically this blend, you know, it celebrates like uh, Cape terroirs, you know, like, so how we work with, we work with small yield vineyards um, across the Cape to outsource okay. the grapes. And then the vineyard uh, in Kalistor, they, they process our wine and then we sell it our, our, our label. 
Um, so yeah, it's pretty nice match rich with a lot of citrusiness in it. It's really epic wine. And we've got two reds we recently bottled, uh, launching tomorrow. Um, nice. One one is a Cab Frank, uh, 2020. Uh, it's very limited, it's single barrel, uh, but we're just gonna let it rest uh, in a bottle and age a bit. And then the second one, which we'll be launching uh, for the for the for the community for the wine community, is a is a red blend. Uh, it's called sixty percent Shiraz, twenty uh, percent Malbec, and twenty percent Pinotage. So with this fantastic like reds, we worked with a with a cellar master from Saxonberg Vineyard uh, in Poker Dry Hills, uh, Dirk Banzil. Super like premium wines. And yeah, like our wines are pretty much accessible. Um, we as a business, we actually like deliver like in Cape Town, like door to door, anywhere in Cape Town. And we actually ship like um, overseas as well. Uh, we recently shipped to New York and Hong Kong as well. And like, you know, we Korea like nationally and yeah, we, our wine is accessible. Either than that, like you can get our wine in few bars. Uh, like Clark's in Bruce Street, um, right. Open Wine in, in, in Wells Street, and also like in, uh, in, in, in the Biscuit Mill in Woodstock. And yeah, and it's found like in Kailicha as well, like in the oil in the taverns, like, like uh, your, your boomies, like, you know, like the, the counter service you never hear about. It is. Yeah, there's, there's Elifa, Elifa Likas, and there's also Rens Cape Town, you know. Otherwise, you can get our wine directly from us. Yeah, we are working with with the, with the online um, um, businesses um, like Public uh, that are going to be selling our wines now. Hopefully, Pick and Pay. Yes. Uh, hopefully, Yapi Chef as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're still on the building blocks here, you know. So that's that's pretty much of it. But I mean, that sounds. So exciting, and I mean, I, I'm really thrilled to, to hear that um, you're starting to look at, at retailers because I think this, the story and and the wine is it's something that people need to know about, um, you know. But I just want to touch on something that that you mentioned because this is now going to show my own ignorance about how wine is made. But in in my mind, I thought if you make a wine, that also means that you've got to grow the grapes yourself. Like you actually need to have a wine farm. And you must employ people to go and farm those grapes and then, um, you know, do the, the processing on it and, and bottle it and so on. But but that's not actually how this business works, right? You Like you said, you, you're partnering with with other farmers um, and and in that way kind of producing the wine. How did you find that process? How, how, did, you, how did you kind of come across it? Where did it become a, a an option to build a business around that? Well, tra- trade is an interesting is an interest is an interesting thing, you know. I mean, like if you're gonna go back in in the days, uh, just speaking about one like grape that's uh, is that's that's one of the components in in the in the Cape White blend, which is Hosan. In South Africa, like we were never allowed to to plant Hosan in in South Africa, but like you know, like legislations change, you know, like right. wine is wine is is a subject like. It's part of civilization, you know, like from from the past, like how we got wine in South Africa, you know, it's all part of history. Like so, like you know, the market and the economy changes, you know. 
so like in the past like we were you were not allowed to have your own brand you know but i mean like if you don't have resources to actually produce whatever product you want it, could, it can be like a juice you know so what does that mean like you mean you can't have your own product you know so mm-hmm. i mean like i think like you know they they the bigger companies you know have found a way to accommodate like uh, small entrepreneurs to be actually to actually have their own products you know yeah so yeah i mean like everything obviously needs to be checked it needs to be um legit like you know it needs to be legal you know there's a huge there's a lot of paperwork that's that's happening behind the scenes uh contracts you know like um certifying the wines right. uh but yeah it's possible i think it's a big wave now in the south african wine uh you get like uh we call it a uh, wine bandits uh wine bandits is wine outlaws you know like uh individual who never owned a vineyard but they are right. actually making their own wine yeah it's super interesting um thanks thanks for sharing that so i guess to understand Kalicha's finest wines and also to understand why why are you you're doing what you're doing why are you building your business around this i guess we also need to understand a little bit about Kalicha, which as i said is is where you've grown up and if i'm correct where you're still staying yes that's right what was like what was like like growing up in Kalicha, I mean, were you were you exposed to wine growing up? What was that experience for you? Yeah, firstly, I mean, like uh, wine itself, like has never been part of my like African culture. You know, like we actually like you, we still we're still brewing our own like brew, which is mkomboti, and like I mean, wine never existed like in in, in our circle. You know, so we we don't have a background, right. you know, of wine. You know. So I, I was never exposed to to the wine business until I was introduced into the hospitality industry back okay. in the days 2009. That's when I was working at the bar and in the whole restaurant. You know, like that's actually where it all began. Like that's where the passion of wine like began. Um, you know, like being curious as an individual, asking questions. You know, and assisting as much as you can. So I ended up like assisting and working closely to the wine sommeliers that we were working at the bar as well, like hosting wine right. tastings. So I used to polish glasses for them, you know, pack the fridges for them, help like uh, with, the, with, the, with the actual like stock ordering and stock management as a whole. So, I mean, like for me, uh, from the township, moving back, back and forth, you know, like I actually like understood and I learned I've got more knowledgeable about the wine culture, right. not just about drinking wine, about drinking wine and pairing with food. So when I got back at home, like the culture never existed. Mm-hmm. And the actual wine that was, that's still dominating the market is actually like commercial wine, you know, which I find that it has lost its integrity. So I pretty got much uh, frustrated that like the, the wines that are being served at the bar, like in, in, in town, and when we do the uh, the farm visits, sharing a table with the with the with the wines with the wine cellar masters was completely something different with what's yeah. been offered in the township. So I was frustrated, and I actually saw a gap, you know, like to also like bring something new in the township, not not something new, but something on a higher plane, you know, because right, like you right. still get people from the township. Uh, visiting vineyards and taking tours and wanting to enjoy like good wine but it doesn't exist and the fact is like you know people like 
they want like want to be much more palatable. And mm-hmm. what's in the township mostly is not palatable. And they diluted with Coke. And I was like, there's no point, you know, like, I mean, so I wanted to bring like uh, something different and create that bridge uh, from the passionate small yield vineyards to actually access the township, you know. I, I love that so much. Um, just that experience that you spoke about of being in a in a job and, and, and learning kind of by seeing what's around you and asking questions and, and being curious. And I think there's a there's a massive lesson in there for, for a lot of people listening in, you know, to this because that's really where you, you found this love and it's kind of this curiosity of asking the questions, doing the hard work and, and kind of just learning. And and so I absolutely love that. I always enjoy asking founders of businesses this question also, you know, like, yeah. was there ever any any business or, or entrepreneurial background in your family? Is, is anyone that you kind of grew up with a business owner? And, and I ask that because it's one thing for you to kind of see that gap, um, but it's another thing to actually say, I'm going to build a business and, and I'm going to, you know, kind of, you know, build something special around that gap that I've identified? Um, yeah, so like when I was growing up, um, my mother actually had like a little, a little spaza shop that was running in the, in the, in the, in the, just in our yard. But I was very, very young then, you know, so I can't, right. I, I never like even helped out, you know, in the, because I, I was very young. And yeah, but in my household, there was once a business which was like a spider shop selling like essential goods, like daily essential goods, like your your normal like uh, breakfast, you know, like essentials like your milk. Um, yeah, but there there is a there is a background in the family for business. And yeah, like my sister, like when she moved out and she was she was staying with his with her like uh, uh, boyfriend, yeah, they were selling, they were selling liquor there. Uh, yeah, so I think like, you know, like it's something that I've always seen around, you know, like which is, yeah, got me a little bit inspired, you know, like to actually know that there's ways to to actually generate cash, you know. Yeah, completely. And I think it makes such a difference, you know, if I think just out loud, you know, so many people would grow up and and not have, you know, just even that that example of, uh, you know, a, a sponsor shop or a small business kind of mm. around you to to kind of give you this example and say it's it's possible, it's achievable for you to build a business. So, so that yeah, as I say, I always find it fascinating to to hear the answers to that question. So I guess you know for now, as, as we were chatting off air, um, Kalicha's finest wines is, is still a side hustle for you. You, you still got a uh, a full-time job and and you're kind of doing this as a as a business on the side yes firstly firstly can i ask how on earth do you find the time and the <laughs> energy to fit all of this in because i mean to do all of this you know i'm just thinking again out loud it's operations it's the product research it's managing the stock you know you've mentioned that there's a process for certifying the wines and then all the advertising and the marketing, like where do you find the time for all of that? How do you do it? Yeah, actually it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm pretty like, I, so I'm very much proud of myself and, and my assistant, you know, like cause of the work that we putting yeah. out there, you know, like it looks really, really, really good, you know, 
and yeah like you see for me like as as i'm doing like a full-time job um um you know I, it's something that i do on a daily basis i get some off days and you know like i get like i don't i don't get weekends off uh, but I, I mostly get my my off days midweek you know so basically before i started culture's finest wines i actually like planned you know and i i wanted everything to work around like my time at work you know yeah so like that's how i'm running it so like when i'm at work i'm at work and then like when i'm out of work it's crafting time you know non-stop yeah, yeah. so like it's all about managing managing your time you know like and 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 fitting in on your current situation so that's how i do it like really mm-hmm. um I would I don't I wouldn't say there's a formula you know but I mean I, that's that's how it's, that's how I'm doing it you know so I'm just doing it I would say on my spare time <laughs> yeah on my spare time yeah yeah which 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 I never I never have a, have a spare time or actually a off day because if I'm off I'm crafting you know yeah and like you know having someone assisting me having someone assisting me you know like it's also, it's also taking like a, a work on my shoulder you know so like i mean it's, you need to find someone you know that you're gonna work closely with you know that can cover you up when you, you can't be there you know like maybe you need to do a delivery somewhere um you need to go on a meeting you need someone who's, who's gonna be able to represent you the way you present yourself you know uh, which is difficult to find out there at the moment you know so if you find the person like you are yeah. very lucky you are very lucky yeah and and i think as someone that is doing um this so so for me this podcast is in in a way a side so i also still have a full-time job and what i'm finding is i'm like you say also not really having off days and yeah. it gets a bit tiring sometimes right like like you you just there's some days you get really tired <laughs> and then you kind of are like oh why am i doing this to myself that's why you need that person you know like that's gonna be like always constantly reminding you and yeah i mean you know that's it that's that's i mean for me that that's what's keeping me uh strong you know mm-hmm. is to have that that's that support you know and and have you ever had any kind of like doubts or, or fears about it because like i said you know you, you kind of yes you have the, the person to rely on but it's still you know you responsible for it and and you kind of are, are managing it and all of that yeah. and there must be tough times, right? There must be those times where you think, oh, like I, I really just maybe want to, want to, you know, give this up and maybe I'll go back to my full-time job or, well, I don't know. Have, have you had that moment yet? Have you experienced that yet? Well, for me, bro, like to be honest now, like I, I think like, you know, business for me is my way forward. You know, I think it's my, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's my way of making a living because with all this entrepreneurship, like that's driving me now it's all like a spirit of an entrepreneur, you know, and like trying to, to feed for yourself, you know, and like, you know, cause like, you know, I, as I said, we said, like, I'm still doing my time in the industry, working at the, working for someone still, but the fact is that like, you know, you, you get to the point, you know, as a person who has started from, from, from scratch, you know, like from, like I started from scrubbing floors, you know, cleaning dishes. Yeah. Um, um, you know, like all like the, the small jobs in the, in, the, in the restaurant. So, and I worked my way up and then working my way up, 
you know, it was really like exciting and, and motivating for me, you know, uh, getting promoted yeah. from cleaning dishes. Now, like you're working as a bummy and I'm like, this is, there's growth in this, you know, like this, you know, mm-hmm. and then I grew, you know, like, and then like, you know, moving to the kitchen, uh, managing chefs and then to, to the full operations, like uh, manager, like being a general manager, managing the whole restaurants from front of house and to the back office. So like I found that there's a ceiling. There is no growth yeah. anymore. So I mean, like, I mean, as, as, as a person, like, you know, you want something to have, you want something to own. And like, it just like wasn't there for me. So I felt stuck. And I felt like, you know, like it's time for me to actually, you know, like actually, because I've I've actually helped and worked in the businesses that have started like small and I've seen their growth like growing tremendously, you know. So I mean, mm-hmm. I asked myself my questions like, why can't I do this for myself? You know? And yeah. I'm I'm if I if I'm gonna start a business, I'm gonna be able to pay myself like a salary and I'm still going to earn the profit in the business. So what's stopping me from doing um from modeling that you know so yeah like that's that's a whole like uh spirit for me you know so i mean th- that's so powerful and i think a lot of people that are going to be listening to this are maybe going to feel in the same situation and i think it's really inspiring you know hearing you kind of sharing that because my, my real hope is that someone listening to that feeling that same way is then going to say yeah. well you know I, I can also do my side hustle or, or my passion project and turn it into a business yeah so, also so thanks that, that's really powerful yeah. yeah also like you know it's it's it, like it, it's not bad you know it's not it's not it's not a bad thing like you know working for a company or or, or, mm-hmm. or, or working for whatever business out there but you know as a person like you need like that freedom of expression you know like um so if you don't have much more control of what's happening around like you you get stuck you know I'm, I'm going to make an example, like, with a friend of mine, he's a designer. He's working for this beautiful, like, company, paying well. But his problem, mm-hmm. he's a creative. He doesn't feel creative enough, you know, because he's he doesn't have that yeah. creative, like, freedom in his sector. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think, you know, like, we, we need to be free and, you know, like, do what we want. But obviously, we need to invest time and 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 equip ourselves. Learn. Um, one of the guys I used to work with, he told me to be, to be a thief. <laughs> so he told me he told me steal as much as you can. I was so confused. I was like, no, I'm gonna get fired from stealing here. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fired from stealing here. And I actually like called him and said like, what do you mean? He said like. Yeah. Stay with your eyes, bro. Stay with your eyes. So, like, you know, I mean, like, anyone who's in the industry, whatever industry that you are in, you know, like, just be there, you know, like, learn as much as you can. And, you know, like, the energy that you give out there, you know, like, someday, like, just invest it in yourself, you know. Uh, basically, mostly, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing with, uh, with Kylita's Finest One, is try to, trying to... Um, invest that energy back into the township. Absolutely, and 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 I love that. Um, if I can ask you an unfair question, <laughs> and, and this really is an unfair question. <laughs> On a previous episode, I chatted to a guy called Bradley Joshua. He's the CEO of Gambit Films, which is one of South Africa's biggest film studios. 
Mm. And, you know, if anyone listening, if you missed it, please go ahead and, and check out that episode. Something that he said, though, stood out for me. He So he's from Athlone, which is which is a um, an area on the Cape Flats. And, and what he said to me was that there were plenty of people that came from the same community that he did, that grew up in the same place that he did. And he often asked himself, like, why was he able to make something of himself where other people couldn't? Why is it that he didn't end up in prison or in a gang or even worse killed um which is the reality in in the area that he's from and i you know i I don't want to put words in your in your mouth here but you know i imagine that's a similar story for someone growing up in in kalicha all of that is it's it's around you know um and and i think there's, there's so much potential in these communities but what i want to ask you is why why is it you why have you been able to kind of step up and and like you said you know um level up and and kind of take things to a higher plane um and at the same time you know being able to give back to the community why what was it about your story that's allowed you so far to kind of be that person that that to not fall into all those things that are happening in in the community if i can tell you like about my life and like my friends and like the people <laughs> mm. I've got like I, I grew up in a township. Like I have, I, I don't have any problem with anyone. Like you know, I can I, like my my some of my friends are still like doing crazy stuff out there, but I still chill with yeah. them. You know, I mean like but, but like you know like some that life was never for me. And yeah, for me I think it's a self discipline. You know, you need to be self disciplined. You know, you need to know what you want in life. You know, and yeah. like you know if. If, if you don't have a responsibility, you know, like I, if you need, you need to have a responsibility in life, you know, like you need to, you need to provide for people. For me, you know, like I, I, I carried so much like at a very young age, you know, when my parents uh, mm-hmm. and my brothers like passed, you know, so like I was looking, I had to look after the house and, and the kids and I have my own like children as well to look after. So like I needed to actually go out and find something something positive, you know, that can I can earn, like you know, like uh, uh, some money in an honest way, you know. Otherwise, like I'm gonna end up like yeah. everyone you know, out there. You know? So I think it's a it's a self-discipline thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Th- thanks for sharing that, and and I think just just that thing of you know th- that the loss of your parents and and having that responsibility. I mean that's something that i think so many people face but don't deal with it in the same way that that you have and i think that it really makes your story even more remarkable you know like what you've achieved actually even so far is is, is really a, a miracle in in many ways you know because because of all of these certain things and and i think that's really inspiring for for people to hear about so if we can if we can kind of go back to to the the business side of it um you know, there is, we always hear this word disruption in in the startup world or in the business world, disruption. And normally it's because we're talking about something in the tech space where they, they kind of are changing the way a particular market works. And and I think there is actually an element of disruption to, to your business because through Kailicha's Finest Wines, you're trying to change the mindset of of people Number one, you know, people in places like Alicia, you're trying to yeah. change their mindset to wine. 
Um, and, and so you're actually trying to create like a, a market almost that that it really wasn't there before. But you also are changing people's mindset about Kalicha that are that are not from Kalicha. Because now they're seeing a, a wine bottle with the label Kalicha's finest wines in it, and the association is kind of Kalicha and wine, not Kalicha and poverty and you know all of the other things that that kind of go with it like how how's that process been for you have you found people are kind of responding to to the wine in the community and and also outside yes yeah yeah, yeah. like the, the, the people the responses have been has been like really like uh, positive you know um yeah because for me as well like you know when i was conceptualizing like the brand you know um, i could have named the brand like something else like i would have said like uh, this is literally wine you know Completely. And then, like, you know, like, only my friends would support me, you know, and only people around me would support me. And, like, mm. the support system on its own, like, in terms of the consumer, like, it's quite difficult to get because, as, as you're saying, like, I'm trying to change people's mind. That's the hardest job yeah. we have as entrepreneurs, you know, especially if you're bringing, like, something completely different to the to the community. It's mm. the hardest job. So, yeah, like, I mean, um, yeah, the response has been, like, really... Uh, really, really, really good, you know. And I think like the support is still something that needs to to grow and and develop from 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 the community here in Kailicha, you know. Uh, because like yeah. people are still supporting outside brands, you know. Like and yeah, they they still like not getting the picture here. What I'm trying to do here, you know, because it's still yeah. it's pretty much broad, you know. Because we are in a township and like we I we are the lenses of the township. We see what's happening. People don't have like jobs you know so like you know for me to start yeah. this brand is to also like help in that biggest problem which we're facing like in the township which is unemployment so yeah um mm-hmm. yeah i would really say like yeah like can I just finance wines you know like it's developed to actually like you know to get like a good market share and also like uplift like the the underprivileged township uh, because, like, when you speak about the township, like, not just Kailicha, there's so many of them. Um, right. There's so many of them, you know, like, it's it's all, like, being pe- painted, like, you know, like, very, very bad. You know, like, it's all, like, the negative stuff. Mm. The stuff you see on the news, it's mm. all about only the negative stuff, you know. So, I mean, like, we, like, for me, with this knowledge that I have and experience that I have, you know, like it was, it was, it was something like generous for me to say, like, listen, as much as Kailicha is being painted badly that way, you know, I want to bring something positive to the world. You know, as much as they see the news, there is really like a good, like entrepreneur drive that's shouting out positivity there. It's not just me only. There's so many of, of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who are doing good here. So we, we are basically like, you know, like, um, fighting what's happening in the township, which is crime, you know, we want the, the younger generation to actually see, yeah. you know, and be inspired by seeing like this path that we are opening up and studying. So we want them to actually follow that as well, you know, like instead of taking other directions. So they need to see as yeah. well, you know, so it's pretty much broad, man, you know. And yeah, like in terms of like the outside communities, you know, yeah, uh, it's been well received. It's been well received. Um, I would say mostly like as well, like, you know, in the, in the, in the overseas countries, you know, like, you know, like 
they they hear about Kailisha, you know, they are interested. And then like, we still get tourists like Bonnet, uh, just before COVID coming to want to see the township, you know? So when they hear good yeah. things, they it's inviting, you know, we, we're bringing the cash in and then we want to circulate the, the, the revenue here in the township and develop the township. Yeah. So it is like really, really disrupting. Um, obviously, like there's big companies like corporate companies, you know, that that are out there, like that are dominating the market. So having someone like yeah. small coming out and disrupting the market is <laughs> it's a bit disturbing, you know. And, and I guess that's the difficult thing, right? Because you you've almost got to find that balance. Like you, you want to create this brand, um, and you want to make it accessible for. A lot of people in terms of taste but also in terms of price point um because you can't you, you need to make it profitable but you can't you don't also want to sort of price it at a level that now you know people in the community can't actually actually access yeah um and at the same time you can't compromise on on the quality of the wine so like it's th- that must be a difficult thing to do right really 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 difficult it's been like the challenge like in the past and like i've actually like found a solution for it now because like for me, yeah, you know, it's not just like I, I wouldn't sell it, like wine. Like I'm I'm really I'm really unhappy with the wine that's dominating the market at the moment, really. I don't want to see like, you know, like right. people from the community like um diluting wine with coke or whatever, like you know, to make it palatable. Mm. Wine is, is is something of purity, you know, it's it's a product of purity. You know, it should be celebrated as it is, you know. I'm 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 really unhappy with that, you know. So yeah, like finding yeah. balance for for that uh, the price point has been really difficult because I'm bringing in this this premium product and then like people are like, whoa, why must I buy like a <laughs> bottle of seven hundred and fifty mils at one twenty, where I, whereas I can get like a two liter for that price, you know? So I yeah. think like they, they, there's a there's a huge lack of education and that's that's what we're trying to actually like implementing the townships you know and i guess you know in terms of that that you know vision like you said it, it's not just kailicha it's kind of townships outside it's it's communities outside have you found any kind of uptake there um you know have you been able to kind of move outside of of the western cape specifically or, or even just cape town like how's that experience been um so like no we haven't but we we, we have the brand like outside like mm. cape town in few like locations and uh, we get like uh, private orders and we ship like on a regular basis. You know, people are celebrating the brand. They are celebrating, like the, the support is really positive. Mm. And like, I mean, like people like are really positive about, about cultures, finest wines, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's encouraging. Like, you know, I mean, wine itself, like is something like, you know, that in order for you to make like, like good sustainable like you know um financial stability you need to sell volumes of it you know um yeah so yeah it's yeah it's well received yeah yeah and and something else you know just occurred to me if i can jump back to to one of the previous points you know uh, in, in terms of partnering with with the other winemakers yeah. um and and how you you'd kind of um, learned the skills like you were saying you know stealing with your stealing with your eyes yeah you 
am I right in saying like you don't have a formal education in 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 wine, right? I mean, you, you haven't gone to school or anything to to learn about that. How did you how did you actually, you know, learn the the substance of it? Because when we were speaking before and, and even just hearing you speak now, like you you've clearly got like a massive appreciation for for the wine and and you're extremely knowledgeable about it. But how did you actually like? acquire all of that knowledge and and how have you found the experience of, of kind of going into a a winemaker and and chatting to you know like super experienced winemakers about their wines and and the process of you know which uh, um vintages to, to kind of uh or cultivars to blend together that you know all that that sort of technical conversation how have you found that experience so like in any industry i think like you know yeah. as i said like you must deal with your eyes you know like you must create like relationships mm. so for me um myself um i only did like a certificate in in cape wine academy that was way back in the days 2011 that's that's how okay. that's that's okay. where i stopped i never went for my diploma you know um so yeah i mean it's it's also like you know about self-educating you know like you know going online yeah. and you know, looking for information because there's so much to learn in all the industry. Like you can never stop learning, you know. Like even like mm -hmm. the, the 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 big the big like top like wine sommeliers today are still learning about wine, you know. So there's always a room yeah. for learning, you know. So I mean, even myself, like you know, the knowledge that I have, there's still more that I need to learn, you know. Um. So yeah, I think like you know, for anyone out there, you know, like they must never stop learning, you know. Read books, okay. read books, go online, you know, go to wine tastings, you know. Um, it's all like experience, you know. It's all experience, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, let me ask you another unfair question, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Where to, where to from here? I mean, I feel like this is really just the start for, for you and, and Kailita's finest wines and... Um, I'm interested, you know, what's what's the vision? What is the future old? Where, where do you see where do you see this going? Yeah, really like it, it is like still like uh, a beginning for us. Um, you know, like but obviously like you know we are very proud of the steps of the steps that we took uh to take us this far. You know, I think like you know the, the the vision like for us is to actually develop you know like our own vineyards in Kailicha and start growing wine here you know because I, I think like that's something like extraordinary you know that has never been done before you know like anyone you talk about growing yeah. grapes they only think about vineyards and obviously like it's a it's a deep conversation you know it takes it's a process you know like because it's, it brings mm -hmm. agriculture into it like you know like it's a suitable type it's a suitable type of soil you know you can't grow grapes here but you know I think like, you know, that's that's where we're going in the future. If I'm not gonna do that myself, I want the younger generation to actually take things to the to to, to the next level, you know, and, and actually if I don't achieve that goal now on what I've started now, I want mm -hmm. someone to be inspired and take things to the next level. So I think that's the next step for us. And also like, you know, because we pretty much mobile and distributing at the moment. And like, I think, you know, for me and for us, like I want to have like a, a seller in, in, in Kailita, 
you know, and like where you can yeah. welcome yeah. everyone, you know, like the locals and the tourists and come into my space and actually have like a wine tasting and educate people mm-hmm. about wine, about food and wine pairing, you know, and actually do a production yeah. here in Kailicha, you know, because with all this relationship that I've built now, like the guys, like, you know, are happy to actually teach me, you know, at the moment, like the collaboration is, is that, you know, is that like we go mm-hmm. to the farm and they make the wine for us. I don't want, I don't, I, that's not how I see the collaboration for the future. I see the collaboration for the seller master, you know, like seller master Jared, you know, coming to show me in my cellar how to do wine. I want people to come and have classes to how they can make wine. You know, I want to educate the, uh, uh, the, the community. You know, I want, I want, I want, that's how I see. That's what I want. That's what, that's where I see us in the future. You know? to actually have our own establishment where we do the full production from viticulture to, you know, to making the wine. And that's it up on not only this episode, but also this season. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to be taking a break for a little while from podcasting, but not to fear. It's not the end of the show just yet. I'm going to be taking some time to recharge, regather, and recalibrate. And hopefully we'll be back even better than ever. I do want to say a special thank you though to everyone that supported the show and its journey so far. Firstly to all of the guests who've been kind enough to lend their voices to the show. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. It takes quite a bit to take a chance on a first-time podcaster and the trust that goes along with that. To everybody that's listened to the show, that's shared posts, liked, left reviews, thank you so much. Ultimately, you're the reason why I've been doing this show and it's so heartening to see the response that the show has gotten. And lastly, to my wife for the endless support and patience throughout this entire process. Doing this podcast has changed my life in so many ways and stories of my guests that have been shared on this show have really inspired me to make my own career moves. I'm very excited to share more details around those in in due course. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening to right now. Leave a rating and review and please also share as widely as possible. Doing so makes such a difference in growing the podcast and doing so will allow me to keep making more episodes. Until next time.